This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination, so pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation. is Playing Around with Paige Renee. Hey everyone, we're back for another episode of Playing Around and I think you guys are going to be really excited because we have a very special guest, Haley Khalil. Thank you so much for joining us. She's a Sports Illustrated swimsuit supermodel, Miss Minnesota 2014 and you're also really freaking smart. So you kind of are the full package and I'm excited that you're on today. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I'm excited to be here. It's really crazy because I feel like it's been such an insane journey for you because this modeling wasn't your life before. You never really, really wanted to get into it. And all of a sudden, the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Swim Search comes up in 2017. And you're like, I'm going to enter. What made you decide to do that? I mean, everyone knows Sports Illustrated Swimsuit. Like, that is a household name. It's Tyra, Cindy, Heidi. It's like all of these people I grew up idolizing. I just never thought I could be a part of it. I mean, it seems so out of reach. So when they announced the SA Swim Search, I was the first year that they ever did it. And I thought, dang, this is my one chance to like be in a room with the most iconic people who I never, ever, ever imagined I'd even be within a mile of. So I took a chance and I thought, hey, either they see it or they don't. And if they don't see it, at least I took the chance and then I can sleep at night. And if they do see it, who knows what journey I'll go on. Yeah, I mean, MJ and the whole team, I feel like obviously they look at the girls and what they look like, but it's more than that. It's more what they stand for, their personality and who they are as a person. What did you do in your video to stand out? <laughs> I'm a terrible example. Girls will always message me in my DMs and be like, hey, what should I do? And I'm like, um, I literally just set the phone on a shelf in a hotel room and sat there in my pajamas and was like, 
guys, <laughs> please can I be a part of this? Like in any way, shape or form, I don't even have to be in the magazine. Like, let me just be a part of this. So I didn't get as creative. Like if you see Camille Costex video, her video is gorgeous. She's got like these gorgeous videos of her spinning and smiling. I'm literally just sitting there. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I just put it all out there and I'm glad it worked. Wait, but like what pajamas were you in? Are they like, were you, did you have to be like basically in lingerie pajamas or were you in like legit like? Oh no, I actually had, it was like these Nike sweatpants. I don't even remember, like I did not look cute. I was just like, screw it. I'm going to do it right now. Let's go. And then I, I put Oh my gosh. That's so funny. Well, it's such a long process too, because you have to do the intro video and then they have to select you. And there's so many steps. At any point where you're like, I got this, I'm definitely going to win. Or were you just pinching yourself and like, oh no. I mean, when you're in something like that, you're, I, I overanalyze everything. Like I'm such a nerd. So I'm like looking at the rest of the girls. I'm like, okay, statistically speaking, I've won in 15 chance. Okay, now I have one in six. My odds are getting better. But inside, your voice is always saying, like, it's not going to be you. There's no way it's going to be you. Like, Sports Illustrated swimsuit and you, like, that's not going to happen. So the whole time you have to, like, turn off. I love how RuPaul calls it, like, the saboteur. You have to turn that off and just be like, I'm going to live in the moment. Whatever happens, happens. And I'm going to work my butt off so that I have the best chances of being picked. Yeah. I mean, one thing that was pretty cool was that I actually got to see – you get announced as the winner. So we were in Vegas. It was after the launch and you were in the magazine, but you weren't picked yet to be, you know, a rookie for the next year. And they actually picked two girls. It was you and Camille and they came out and surprised you. And it was such an amazing moment. And I could just see how much it meant to you. And it was kind of like this lifelong dream coming true. How has your life changed since Oh my that goodness, moment? well, completely. Um, I had never really spent any time in New York before this. New York is now basically my home. That's where I live. Um, I had never worked in the modeling industry before this. I had always worked in the medical industry. That's completely changed. I'm now a full-time model. I get to travel and shoot with groups of people that I never ever thought I would work with. I've worked with Maybelline, who is one of my dream clients. Like. I went from zero to 100 real quick and thank God for Sports Illustrated Swimsuit because they helped me every single step of the way. Yeah. Do you feel that there's, that people judge you unfairly because you gave up your career to become a model, which I think people think is superficial and maybe you're not adding much to society when you actually were in fact, were doing yeah. a lot. How do you, how do you handle that? I mean, I feel it's, like that's It's so hard tough. because it's, I've now been on both sides. So social media is great, but it's also awful half the time. So you'll get these comments a, a lot of times from men that'll be like, you're contributing nothing. You're doing nothing. And it, it's funny to go from a field where I was so respected for my intellect into a field where they just assume you're not intelligent at all. So it's like, I have literally seen both sides where I walk into a room and they respect me based on what I know and I walk into a room and they don't respect me at all because they think I'm a model. So um, it was it was very difficult giving up my career just because I worked my entire life to get the credentials that I had. But this was my dream. This was my ultimate dream. And I can always go back to medicine. There is never an expiration date on medicine. Hopefully there will never be an expiration date on modeling sometime soon. 
but it was completely worth stepping out of my career for. Did you actually feel it kind of on the slips, the flip side when you were working in medicine that people would judge you unfairly because of what I you would like? dress down. <laughs> I mean, medicine is something that they don't care about this. So I could, you know, walk in with just my normal work clothes, no makeup, hair in a bun. And as long as I was able to give them intellectual property that they were like, this is amazing. I did my job in modeling. It's the complete opposite. It's like this all needs to look really good and they don't really care about the stuff in your head unless your client is Sports Illustrated Swimsuit and then they care, which is why it's the perfect marriage for me of intellect and modeling combined. Yeah, they really do give you a good platform to speak about what you're passionate about. But how did your parents feel when you're like, hey guys, I'm just going to give this all up and I'm going to become a Sports Illustrated Swimsuit model. Like, do we need it? <laughs> um, my parents are both engineers, to put that into perspective. My dad wanted to kick my butt. Uh, my mom was <laughs> silent, yet tried to sound supportive. Yet the whole time I knew she was like, what the hell is my girl getting into? Uh, it's been a process of learning for them. My dad still won't look at the magazine because... He used to look at it all the time. And now he's like, dang, my daughter's in there. Now I can't look. Like these are all her friends. Um, no, they've come around. They've come around just because they've seen how much Sports Illustrated Swimsuit has gone into kind of that like area of women empowerment and using people that, you know, need representation. And they've totally gotten on board. And thank God, because it's so important to have your parents on your side. We need to talk about that one piece bathing suit. <laughs> Cause you said something about your mom, how your mom was like, you can only do it if you do like a one piece. Is that true? Yeah. So if you know my mother, it's like the running joke among my friends. Her name is Susan, which is the perfect name for her. And she is mother Teresa, like reincarnated this woman every day of the week. She's got like a church volunteer event. You go to her house. There are my brother and me call him Jesus posters everywhere. I mean the whole house. She is very religious, very conservative, very straight laced. And then here's me like in a bikini, like, let's go. Um, before I left, <laughs> she goes, okay, Haley, will you do me a favor? I'm like, sure, Susan, I'm all ears. Let's hear it. She's like, you have to only wear one pieces. And I was like, mom, I can't promise you that, but I'll promise I'll wear a one piece. She's like, okay, deal. And so then MJ gave me that thing. I'm like, it's a one piece. I mean, technically speaking, it's one piece of cloth. We're good. It was just more like a shoestring piece of cloth. Maybe even smaller. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that MJ gets very creative with what she considers a bathing suit or not. I remember in my shoe, we called it a dog harness because it yes. wrapped around my neck and it was a like a strap around my neck, a strap between my boobs and then a strap under my boobs. And that was it. And so the whole time I was just like covering up what was the craziest swimsuit? We'll put swimsuit in air quotes that you had to wear. Well, for this year's shoot, surprisingly, it was all swimwear like this was the first si swim shoot i did where i was actually wearing swimsuits like every single thing i wore was an actual swimsuit um the year before that we shot in kenya and i wore this like beaded necklace piece as a top so of course there's it's not a top it was a beaded necklace <laughs> that was gorgeous and then my first year of course i had never modeled i was like on set for sports illustrated swimsuit i was freaking out i was like i feel like i'm gonna pee my pants i'm so nervous and then MJ sticks me in this bikini bottom with nothing on top and like a gold chain hanging down my legs. And I was like, cool, throw me in the deep end. Let's do this. It was very sports, great swimsuit. 
do you get a say in being like, I'm not going to wear that? Or are you just like, whatever? I'm guessing MJ is like the stylist on set. She helps pick them. So she's the one, I mean, you've seen it, Paige. She's the one picking all the outfits. And then sometimes the photographer will be in there, but it's mostly MJ. But can you say, MJ, not today? No way. Oh, hell yeah. So before you shoot, this is what's great about Sports Illustrated. Before you shoot, they send you an email and they say, okay, tell me what you're comfortable with. Like, give it to me straight. What are you comfortable with? Are you comfortable with showing booty? Oh. Are you comfortable showing boobies? Are you comfortable with showing like other parts of you? And however you respond to that, they'll pick your swimsuits based on that. But MJ lets you have a lot of say. So I was able to run around the racks in these rooms, which are like the greatest thing ever because it's thousands of swimsuits that Lord knows I could have never afforded back in the day. And I'm like, <laughs> I get to try them all on and you can pretty much pick what you're wearing. It's so great. Interesting. Yeah, I, I basically said, give me everything yeah. I, I, or or nothing in my case. I'm like, I'm going full board. Like, let's do it. Like, nipples out, everything. Because, I mean, it's for me, i pretty sure it was just me, like, one time that I was going to do it. I'm like, I'm going to, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Yes. But what was your, what was your favorite location? I mean, the Kenya shoot was beautiful. I mean, every year you've been is beautiful, but that year was amazing. Yeah, Kenya was a place that I never imagined I would go. And I fell in love with it. The people, like you get to see things in Kenya that you could never ever imagine seeing here or even in the Americas anywhere. Um, British Virgin Islands this year though was very special to me just because it was the first year that I felt like I knew what I was doing. <laughs> like <laughs> like the first year I shot in Belize with you say, Thank God it was Yutsai because he coaches you through it. I had no idea what I was doing. Second year was Kenya. Going to Africa for the first time was incredible. But as far as like just sh plain shooting the, the swimsuit magazine, um, the British Virgin Islands was the most special just because I felt in my element there. Something about it just like screamed iconic SI. Uh, I, I remember when I did my shoe and it was almost like this transformative experience for me where they were so supportive and still to this day, I think it's my all time favorite experience, the favorite shoot that I've ever done. Did you feel that the first time that you shot with SI team? I mean, I can't say enough good things about like MJ and Darcy and literally all of them. It changed my life. I was wondering if you kind of had that same similar experience. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. When you think about modeling as somebody that is a non-model, all you're thinking is, can I live up to this, like, expectation that they have for me? And a lot of the times your head is saying, no, you can't. You're, you need to change this. You need to change this. Your body isn't this good. And so when you get on set, all those voices are, like, echoing in your head until MJ, Darcy, and Janine, and, like, Alyssa and Joe come out and you're doing your first shoot and you're like so nervous and they're like, yes, girl, ooh, yes, like you look so good, like booty goals, like booby goals, like they are your biggest cheerleaders and it's kind of a moment where all of those negative voices in your head literally like shut up, like they're, they're turned off and you're actually just in the moment, loving your body, feeling so like iconically SI swimsuit sexy, like it's an, it's an empowering moment and it's hard for, a lot of people to realize that until you've either taken part in an event that the issue is hosted, you've been on one of these shoots. I mean, you know firsthand how it literally makes you feel like you can do anything. Um, it's, it's an amazing moment. And I, I really hope that more girls that are non-models will have that opportunity like I did, because you'll see it from a totally different angle than you saw it before. Haley, I have to ask, 
let's just say you're dating someone, you're dating a man, mm-hmm. or he asks you on a date, you come home, and your Sports Illustrated magazine is right there in his coffee table. Is that uncomfortable? Or are you like, heck yeah, that's me? Or are you like, this is kind of a red flag? Well, I mean, thank God I'm married. So my husband can have posters of me all over his damn room. Okay, we appreciate that. Um, But if I were, oh man, if I were single and now if it was turned, like if Sports Illustrated was sitting there, that'd be cool. I'd be like, heck yeah, man. If it was turned (laughs) to like my page and he was just staring at me to like pick it up or something, that's a creepy vibe. Like you're gone. Bye. But if he owns it, like I'm here for it. He like cuts out pictures of you and then puts them on his wall. Like his underwear drawer, he's got like a shrine. He's like, yeah, no, that would be creepy. The guy I dated in college, he had a big like sport. I feel like every guy in college had like the big Sports Illustrated poster like mm-hmm. above their bed, where you're like, it's not even like hidden in the closet or like kind of tucked to their side. It's like you walk in and it's like right above the bed, and I'm like, I don't know if I like respect it or hate this, <laughs> you know? Because it's like, I'm never gonna be her. <laughs> If the girl doesn't look like you, like, let's say you walk in and like, you yes. guy, and it's like, she's the complete opposite of you physically. And you're like, bro, are you even into this? Like, like go find someone else. Totally. He kept saying his dream girl was Mila Kunis. And I was like, could not be more opposite. Like, could we are really two different people. That is, that cannot, did it work out? <laughs> yeah. Nope. We're single Haley over here. Always check the posters in the boys' room, I swear. So crucial. So crucial. Well, that's definitely a relationship red flag. And Haley, Tori and I always do this segment called Girl Talk, and we would love for you to stick on and stay with us and have a little bit of girl talk. I'd love it. Let's do it. Perfect. Guys, keep on listening. We're going to do that in the next segment. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go play places tired of restless nights meet lisa the sleep experts (sighs) here at lisa we know that good sleep is essential for mental physical and emotional health that's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support catering to every sleep need check out lisa's sapira hybrid mattress named best hybrid mattress five years running sleep hot The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bare Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, Feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. talk about relationship red flags we already talked about magazines do not cut pictures out of the girl that you're seeing or that they need to look like Mila Kunis when you look like Blake Lively so (laughs) in my dreams (laughs) you have the hair you do I can see it you do I can see you on zoom right now you look like her it's it's skip pass pass skip skip next next (laughs) so I looked up some relationship red flags and I created some of my own because during this research, I have discovered that I am a red flag. I am a walking red flag and it made me very uncomfortable. So this is true. And I'm going to ask you guys if you think it's a relationship red flag, yes or no. So the first one is if he likes cats better than dogs. Red flag. That's a, that's a red flag. <laughs> Have you ever owned a dog? They're amazing. I initially was going to say red flag, but then I'm like, or does that just mean he's more cuddly? Because cats are more like cuddly than like sometimes dogs. Dogs are more adventure. Does so he maybe a red- his mom and own a cat? That's the red flag. <laughs> so lives with mom, red flag, and owns a cat. Even red more flag. red flag. That's like 25. Even more. <laughs> it pops up. Except for, like, everyone's living with their parents again right now in this pandemic. Literally, I was looking at <laughs> My mom still, like, does my laundry and cooks for us, but it's fine. It's not a red flag for us. I'm a walking red flag too, Paige. It's cool. Yeah, my mom literally just booked my doctor's appointment, like, the other day, so. Um, can she adopt me? Adulting. I'll share my mom's Jesus posters with her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, what's the it's next a, one? It's a, it's, yeah, that one's a red flag for me just because I'm such a dog person. Next one is if he's a dry texter, is that a red flag? Dry meaning like dry humor? Dry as in you ask him three questions and all he says is good back. And then like we'll write you instead of writing out like, how are you doing? What's your day like? You know? That's okay. Short. That's fine. Yeah, My I'm, worst nightmare. <laughs> That's my worst nightmare. I'm the person that sends you like three texts. Like, I'm like, hey, what's up? How's it going? Oh my gosh, did you see this? And I'm like, I don't know why I could have just put it all in one text, but I just need oh, to dude, space it out. You would literally hate me. My whole phone is like, 
<laughs> like it's like messages like back and forth that are like in huge like oh back, she like, didn't even okay to like this yeah. message you even put- so you're the dry texter. That's why you said it was okay. Totally fine. Those are the greatest people. <laughs> I am a novelist. I will write out my entire day, every little detail of what I'm doing. And no, so that's a red flag for me. I need someone to talk to me in full sentences and paragraphs. I want it long. Yeah. The longer the better. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. How about this? They don't like your friends or family. Red flag. Can't yeah, that's it. yikes. That's, that's yikes. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason. That's a big red flag. Like, there's a reason they don't like. I mean, if, if my family was awful, I'd be like, I get it. But, my but family- what if what if his mom didn't like you for being like a Sports Illustrated or was like he's more of a mommy's boy? Is that a red flag? Yeah, I mean, in my own family, like in my marriage family, I've had yeah. people that don't know me yet that assume certain things based on my mm. career. So I've already dealt with that. And like, <laughs> it's it sucks, but it's it's just a smaller hill to climb. But if my friends and family didn't like him, done. Yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No, I don't think I could date someone my mom did not like. She has to have full approval because she, she knows better than anyone else. She knows me better than anyone else. Ooh, Okay. <laughs> Different sleep schedules. This is a big red flag for me because I go to bed super early and I wake up early. So if someone is a night owl, I don't think I could do that. Like, I want to go to bed being little spoon or big spoon. I don't want you doing whatever you're doing while I'm sleeping. Yeah, that – I'm such a night owl. Like I will stay up until four in the morning and then like wake no. up. No. We could never be in a relationship. This is what I'm finding Dry out. <laughs> I thought you were my we are <laughs> We are each other's red flags right now. Literally. I have to have the same sleeping schedule as somebody, at least within like three hours or so. Well, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Next. Ooh. They've cheated before, not on you, but in a previous relationship. I Just because I've seen it happen with my friends, I think people can change. So I will give him the benefit of the doubt because if he's told me he's cheated before, at least he's made that step to be like, hey, I effed up in the past. I was a douchebag. Mm-hmm. And that's that's like a hard thing for guys to talk about. So, but I, he will get no slack. Like if he disappears <laughs> and I haven't heard from him and like he like makes up some BS excuse, I'm out. Like I'm gone. Yeah, I think once a cheater, always a cheater. Mm. So if they cheated before, you wouldn't date them? It would be, like, so hard for me. Have you ever cheated in a relationship before? Oh my God, no. Okay, I was just checking because sometimes girls will be like, oh, have they you? cheated, I never want. Have I? Yes. No. Well, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it's just okay. In high school, my boyfriend, I figured out he cheated on me. And instead of breaking up with him, I cheated on him. I was like, screw you, bye. Oh. I've never. F- oh. That's such a move. That's a power move. I've never physically cheated on someone, but I have like emotionally cheated on someone. Yeah. If that mm. makes sense. Which I think is almost worse, but yeah. Yeah, I'm a red flag. So we'll just <laughs> we've already labeled it. We're we're just literally the walking red flags of this game. Like we're just horrible people. <laughs> Must be a thing. So this one is my biggest emotion or my biggest red flag in that 
I always need constant reassurance. How do you feel about that for a guy? It's a, it depends like where that limit is. Cause I'm very, like I was raised literally like a boy. So like <laughs> I, but with two mechanical engineers as parents, like my emotional stability is questionable. Um, I'm not great at that. So if somebody needs an overwhelming amount, it's going to take some time. And as long as they're cool with working with me instead of like getting sassy at me, then we're good. But if they're always going to be like, you never do this. And I'm like, I'm trying here. I'm the daughter of engineers. I'm emotionally inept. Like, well, you know, then it's no. But I need, I need a lot of help when it comes to like giving a ton of emotional stuff right up front. You don't yeah. know how bad I wish I was like that. I wish I could be like that. It sucks just being like an emotional wreck 24-7 and crying at everything and always needing reassurance. Like, I wish I could just like disconnect with my emotions. You're like my best friend. My best friend, Lindsay, is identical to that. Like, we'll have conversations and she'll be like, my boyfriend wasn't there to rub my feet while I watched a movie. And I'm like, my husband <laughs> games 90% of the day. And I'm like, good. Hey, over there. Like. We're so different with what we need in a relationship. It's so funny. Oh, okay. They won't make your relationship public on social media. Hmm. So I have, oh, no. I have personally, I personally have never made my relationship public, mm -hmm. um, especially now, because I just feel like there's so many outside voices and being in a relationship is so difficult to begin with and you don't want people randomly like dming them or dming you and trying to cause you know controversy or stir up drama and so for me i almost think it's better to keep it completely private it's not a business reason it's not because i want to seem more desirable it's just i don't want people meddling in my business so that's why i keep it private but I feel if you're not a public figure, it's kind of weird to just be like, you know, I'm not married. I don't have kids. Yeah, or, yeah. you know, I, I think you do need to like, you have like 50 followers. You should probably <laughs> make it public. I completely agree because I keep off of social media, especially I keep my husband and I's relationship private because when we go through like ups and downs, I mean, just like any marriage, like we have gone through moments where we're like, are we going to make it? And we don't want that on social media where everyone else has a say in it. So it's like, it's so much nicer just to keep that for yourself. It's like the one thing the social media world doesn't get to touch. But I get it. If you are not like in the social media hemisphere and you have like 12 followers and they're your mom and your cousin, <laughs> like you're hiding your girlfriend, there's probably a really sketchy reason why. But like athletes hide their relationships all the time and it's so sketchy. Yeah. It is so sketchy and I've witnessed it and it's like the worst so I'm like I can't help but just think it's all across the board red flag but I get but then I think it's not as bad when a girl hides it but it's why am I saying that but I do believe it I feel like <laughs> when a girl hides it it's not that bad when a guy hides it I'm like oh I, I assume the worst because we think guys are toxic no matter what <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> Because we give each other the benefit of the doubt. Like, there's no way she's sketching around. Like, she is awesome. Like, right. We're perfect. I mean, yeah. like, maybe well, I... our friends are out, like, getting it, you know, from who the heck knows who. <laughs> well, Haley, I, I got to ask, though, because your husband does play football. Mm -hmm. 
do you feel like it actually benefits your career to keep that separate? Because I've seen so many times when you are dating someone famous or in a relationship, you tend to be that person's wife or that person's girlfriend, and that's how they associate you. Mm. Is it nice to be your own person and have people just see you for who you are? Oh, 100%. That is the thing that bothers me the most about women in relationships with men that are well-known. Like Olivia Kofo got the cover this year of Sports Illustrated. Like she got the cover. She's dating Christian McCaffrey, one of the greatest guys. I love Christian. But a lot of articles said Christian McCaffrey's girlfriend gets cover of Sports Illustrated. And it's like, she did all this before she even met Christian. Like, I love Christian. He's probably a great support system. But that was Olivia. Olivia did that. So it's nice to see my name unassociated with like, oh, Matt Khalil's wife. Like, nah, I did that. Like, Haley Khalil did that, not Matt Khalil's wife. <laughs> Yeah, I love because I see that a lot with Camille too. I mean, she gets it, and I feel like a lot of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit models do have a prominent boyfriend or husband, and it, I always see them associated, and that really bothers me. So I think it's kind of cool that you do keep it separate, and you're just known for your accomplishments and not being someone's wife. I'm ready for it to be like Haley Khalil's husband. Yes, yes, <laughs> that was <would> <laughs> Maybe I'll write my own wiki article about it. <laughs> yes, I love that. You need to do that for sure. Okay, so we'll do one more. And I think this one's a bit controversial. Ooh. When a guy says girls don't like a good guy, I think that is such a red flag because if a guy says that he's a good guy, I automatically think he's not. Like he did something mm -hmm. to piss her off. Because if you're a good guy, you don't have to say that you're a good guy. Do you associate good guy to a nice guy, though? Like, I'm just trying to think. Is it is it the same thing as a nice guy? But if you but those guys that are like, oh, nice guys always finish last. Mm -hmm. I don't really like when they say that. I you know. I hate to use examples of my friends, but I have a guy friend <laughs> that I love to death, but I would never date him. Like, I, it would take an apocalypse type of end of the world situation where, like, we have to make children. And even then, like, I might just let the human race pass. Like, that's how far, I love him, but never. And he says stuff like that all the time. But I know what he's doing in the background. So it's like, he'll be like, oh, girls just don't like nice guys like me. And then I like see what he's doing. And I'm like, um, you don't really fit that stereotype. Like, you should probably take a look at what you're doing. So yeah, for me, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, I feel like when guys say that, then they're just trying to make themselves feel better for doing shitty things. 100%. <laughs> they're like, I can act like a douchebag because women love that. Which is terrible. <laughs> that is Tori's type to a T. She wants them toxic. She wants them horrible. She wants them in love with you. I don't want... <laughs> This is our ideal man right here. She's like, how emotional, like, how much baggage do you have? Emotional baggage do you have? Do you have any past trauma? Are you going to treat me like shit? Okay, I want you. Deal. If you keep I me on my toes. Keep me on my toes. That's what I love. No, I'm talking, I'm kind of talking to a Canadian right now, and he's so nice that I'm, like, bored. So oh, when no. I hear nice guy that I'm like, I just, you guys are thinking it's, like, to cover up, but, like, the genuine nice guys that are, like, overly nice, oh, you are literally, who is the girl from that show on Netflix? Jessica, who's like, he's too emotionally available. Like, it's that's how I feel. You. Like, this man would die for me and love me forever. Gross. Get him out of here. Paige's dream man, my worst nightmare. Literally. And I'm like, somewhere in the middle. 
<laughs> well, she, yeah, and I get all the toxic guys, and Tori gets all the nice guys. I think it's like when dogs can sense fear, guys can sense when you like what you need and what you don't need, and they do the opposite of that. Oh, I'm crying. Switch like any guy that's a beast would be like, oh my god, pause. I have the perfect woman for you. She would love this. <laughs> That should be how I hook you up with Guy Story. Yeah. I'll just start flirting with them, yeah. and then once they're toxic, I'll pass them off to you. Just say, "Here's my number," and then also when I get a random number, I'll know this is a this exactly. is a trade off. I'll send them an SI poster of me, just so that there's like some poster in the room that looks nothing like you. So they I can guess. say, "I want that." <laughs> Perfect. We got a game. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed <laughs> this segment, and now you know your relationship red flag. So don't own a cat. Don't say that you're a nice guy, and be nice to your girl's mama. Basically, it's don't breathe. That. Just, just don't do anything. <laughs> just, just stand there and look pretty. Perfect. <laughs> Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great, too with thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bare Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. 
and let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. So now we're going to talk some sports, but Josh, I called you out in the last episode, and I did a pretty spot-on impression, if I do say so myself. Do you have a rebuttal? Well, a little shocker, PG, a little shocker. I thought about it a little bit, and uh, I have had a week, so it's not really fair. Um, but if you want to call me a slow player at Cypress Point and putting out putts, I'm okay with it. I, I, it's funny. I kind of went, hmm, I think PG's picking a fight. Were you picking a fight? Yeah, and that's all you got? Come on, bring it. Oh, I don't have. I mean, look, if you don't you don't putt out, I putt out. I might play slow. I probably I think it was even with the amount of selfies that you took. So I think we're probably pretty much on par. How was my impression though? I think I nailed it cuz that response was the exact response that I did. It it was a little <laughs> bit faster, I will say that. And you didn't say listen, but besides that, I nailed it. Okay. I'll have to look at it. I'll have to hear it again. I'll have to hear it again. Listen, so um, we have, did I, I nailed it again. There's just me being Josh. <laughs> so we got a well, lot I'm of sports. Fl- I'm flattered. I'm very flattered. You need to come with an impression of me. Uh, I will expect it. I need to hear it. But first, we got to get into some sports talk. Packed, packed week of baseball. Hockey is back. Thank goodness. I love me some hockey. And we have the WGC. So let's start with some golf. Uh, Justin Thomas ended up winning. It was a crazy tournament. Lots to talk about. First off, Bryson being Bryson, trying to get a drop for a burrowing animal, um, so-called a fire ant, which is, I mean, how big is a fire ant, guys? It's like probably like like a, like a fingernail. My favorite part of the entire rules situation is the rules official asked him what's going on, what are you seeing? He's like, there's a fire ant. There's one fire ant, and he goes and he points six feet away, and he's like, do you see that? Wait, that's a fire ant. <laughs> Was he being sarcastic? No, no, dead serious. Straight and, and and then he goes. This is the best part. He goes. Well, it's your call. To the rules official. Of course, it's its fucking call. Like that's what he does. He's a rules official. He comes in to make a ruling, and Bryce is like, "It's your call." He's doing something. I think he's doing something. That was just way over the top. The fire ant thing was just. I think he's. Because now he wants to live to 130 or 140, he said. Did you see that? I, think, I did see that. I think I think Bryson's on the road to something, like, weird. Like, Bryson's well, weird. Well, all that protein that he's consuming, he's not going to live to 130. Let's just put that out there right now. Uh, yeah, he is, like, off his rocker. I don't know what's going on with him. It, it's just – but I will say – do I enjoy watching him play because it's entertaining and it gives us something to talk about? Absolutely. If Bryson's not in the field, I don't even want to watch it because it's funny and it's entertaining. And so I hope that he doesn't change who he is because it's just – you love to hate him right now, and I think yeah. you need that because last week's tournament was a bore fest. It was so boring. 
a boar fest, snooze fest. Snooze no, I fest. liked boar fest. You can make them up. Just make them no, up. No, I liked boar it's, fest. It's, 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 yeah. I, I will listen back to these podcasts and I, I feel like I'm saying something and it's not exactly what I'm saying. And I'm like, God, I'm so fucking stupid. Why did I just say that? And no one ever says anything about it. Well, but. maybe you should stutter a little bit. You might get the right word. Well, listen, it was a, uh, it was a, it was a snooze fest and <laughs> see, it worked. It, worked. it does work. It does work. Maybe I need to go in the Josh Temple way of talking. Uh, but eight, eight Bryson, classes. yeah, <laughs> Bryson, man, he is just, I don't, I have no idea what he's on right now, what he's doing, but again, it's entertaining and Brooks then calling him out the next day and he's like, look, there's a fire ant. He's like, just kidding. <laughs> And also JT, also JT on Twitter. Like, dude, what are you yeah. talking about? He's Justin like, dude, Timberlake what the hell are you talking or about? different JT? Sorry. Justin Thomas. Sorry, Got it. Pro Tour. Sorry. Yeah. Valid question because Justin Timberlake golfs too. That was a valid question. Thank you. Round Thank of applause you. for Pro Tour. But no, <laughs> Brooks is, I. he's my favorite player. He is doing it right. You kind of love to hate him in a way but he's still really funny he comes off cool I feel like Bryson is trying to be like Brooks and it's just not happening but I need a Bryson Brooks pairing it needs to happen in the next tournament it's going to be a major I need to see it in my life I have to see it yeah but so like Brooks is the bully right Brooks is like the PGA bully he never smiles he's you know he's this big bully that kills it and I think Bryson's just gone a little weird so like I think Bryson will cower to Brooks in a heartbeat. 100%. I have been watching other sports and with baseball and now hockey being back, obviously we have the Joe Kelly incident and they almost got in a fight and they were shit talking each other. And then so good. First, first game back hockey, a fight within three minutes. And it made me think that we should go full happy Gilmore and have fighting in golf. But here's the problem. None of those guys look like they can throw a punch mm-hmm. and or take one. And it just shows you how unathletic and how dweeby a lot of the golfers are. They would be, th- they would not be throwing punches. They would be doing the cat fight where they just kind of paw at each other. There's no way any of them, maybe I would say Tiger, DJ, Brooks. I could see Rom hitting pretty hard, but a lot of those guys have back problems, knee problems, <laughs> one kick to the knee, they're out. You know, it's I, just I, not going to work. Have you heard the rumor that, that Brooks and DJ got in a fight? I heard that rumor. I don't know what's going on with that because Brooks just had an interview recently where they asked about his friendship with DJ and he kind of brushed it off. But he also said that he is not friends with any of the guys on tour and he doesn't need new friends. He doesn't want to hang out with them, which I do respect. But I mean, we look at like Ricky Fowler. Can you see Ricky Fowler getting in a fist fight with any of those guys? No. 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 It's laughable. And none of those, the Jordans, the JTs, the Justin Thomas, sorry, pro tour. Uh, Ricky, none of those guys. Victor Hovland would be a really funny thing to watch him get in a fight. There's just no way. And that reflects so poorly on golf and on (laughs) golfers. We need to step it up. Maybe they could trash talk a little bit more, but I wish there was more of that competitiveness towards each other because I think that makes watching sports so much better. And watching hockey and watching baseball and then watching golf, 
I can see why there's a lack of interest by a lot of people who are non-golfers to watch golf because it is so boring. And even if maybe you're not a hockey fan, it's such a fast-paced game and you do have the tussles where they're fighting and you never know what's going to happen. And as maybe a non-hockey fan, that's still interesting. But there's nothing with golf that can draw someone in if they're not a golfer or a golf fan except for when Tiger plays. But without Tiger, what do we have? We have... Phil Mickelson, we have, yeah, we, you're right. We have all this Bryson DeChambeau. Let me ask you something. Do you think that the fight, the hockey fight was planned? Because I think it was. Yeah, I think it was definitely planned. Like, like, welcome back. Let's give them what they want. Yeah, and some of the other fights, too, that have happened within a minute, they're kind of jarring with each other, you know, getting ready to go. But that's good. Like, I, you, th- I agree. I love that, and I think you need that. And even, like, the commentators on other sports, I know A-Rod gets a lot of shit, but he is still more entertaining than any of the commentators in golf, and it's just so boring, and it's making me realize how boring golf truly is if you're not a golf fan. But golf is not a, not a contact sport, so what would the fight be over? Like, throwing golf balls at each other? Like, it just wouldn't work. Ooh, how could I, they do a good it's hard because it is you against the golf course, but there are mental games that people play with each other. And if someone's slow, that's the reason you guys get in a fight. But I, and it maybe it doesn't have to be direct conflict with players. Maybe more club throwing, club <laughs> slamming into the ground, breaking of clubs, anything like that. Because as soon as that happens, the guys are fined or they'll say, oh, that is such a bad example for young kids. But then they'll watch them have a fight in hockey. And I'm like, that's the same thing. Or in football, you have the touchdown celebrations. There's nothing in golf that's interesting. I was just about to say, would you want to see your kids see that? But then now that does make sense. It does happen in every other sport your kid watches. And worse, and they're crossing they're spinning they're just being they're literally guys being guys but golf because they call it a gentleman's game and if you play golf like you're apparently better than everyone else that you can't have any fun no it's stupid (laughs) i hate watching golf sort of sort of like the worst sport to be really good at then huh pg Yeah, it kind of sucks. Like, why couldn't I have been a guy? And why couldn't I have done something? I do think about that, though. She should have been like a Ronda Rousey. Totally. Put her in the UFC rink. Here's the thing, though. Would you rather be a guy or a hot girl with big tits? I feel like sometimes (laughs) that I will throw out a tweet or I'll say something that no one agrees with, but they're just nice to me because I have big boobies. So is that more of an advantage than being a guy? Uh, I would say that in some ways, 100%. But I mean, we're also talking about we're dealing with the whole white male privilege thing because it's so real and, and historic. So right now, maybe you go to be, maybe you want to be Paige. I'm going with big tits here. So like I was saying, hockey is back. Super excited about it. And they seem to be doing it right. I will say the stadium looks great. I haven't noticed that fans aren't there. They are doing a bubble. It seems successful so far. And then you have the NBA also doing a bubble, and it has been successful. And then you have baseball just being like, I don't give a shit. We're not going to do a bubble. And everyone seems to be getting COVID right now. And I don't understand how, as a league how they made that decision. 
and it's definitely the season's gonna get canceled there's no way it's not gonna get canceled yeah, well, they harped on the, the, the whole thing was it's outside. It's like a naturally socially distant sport. So like all of these things that allowed them instead of being in an arena like hockey or basketball are now these things that are going to make baseball better or, or safer. And then the, the players are fucking around. Yeah, well, and they also put the hockey players in Canada and nothing ever goes bad in Canada. So that was a very smart decision on their part. So I got some picks for hockey. Uh, it, I will say the system's a bit confusing of how they're doing the playoffs, but it's East and West with 12 teams from each top four will play round Robin seating from top one to four remaining eight teams will play a qualifying round best of five to get into the playoffs. Eastern Conference, I have the Flyers and Pens to the conference finals with the Pens to the Cup. I will say most of my picks are very biased here. I am a big Pens fan. And then for the Western Conference, I have the Coyotes and the Avs to the conference finals with the Avs to the Cup. Again, I grew up in Colorado, been a huge Avs fan my entire life, as well as being a big Pittsburgh Penguins fan. And then living in Arizona, we've been to a lot of Coyotes games. But I will say that the Flyers and the Coyotes are dangerous underdogs they both look pretty good I think that they have a really good shot and a healthy Penguins team is a dangerous team and the Avs just look great I will say also that I had a massive crush on Joe Sackick when I was younger he was my like first big crush now he's the general manager of the team so gotta root for him you pick him well you pick him well so, PG, on these picks, are these more like uh, how much studying or is it versus like you're just the feel of it? Like where, where, how, much, how much work do you do on these picks? I would say it's about 40% studying, 60% gut feeling. I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I have a very strong gut feeling. And if, if it's leaning in a direction, I am normally right. And I'm also lucky. So if I put myself behind a team, they tend to win. Every time I've turned on a baseball game, Aaron Judge has made a home run. He's hit a home run. Every time. Every time. Every time I flip the channel back, he hits a home run. So I am clearly lucky, and it makes sense why back in college all the athletes would hit me up. Because I was a slump buster and I'm lucky. So I am going for oh, I'm it. Sure th- I'm sure that's why they all hit you up. You did not see me in college. I was gross. But I was lucky. <laughs> well, just, well, all right. So then does that mean that you're a Yankees fan uh, against Pro Tour's best wishes? Did we decide? You know, there were a lot of good comments. I recently put up an Instagram video where I asked what team I should root for. All over the place there was a lot of cubs there was a lot of dodgers but i am gonna go with the yankees because i hmm. think they're gonna win so i'm just gonna interesting myself back on to that and win a championship Paige, it's been really fun being friends with you while it lasted <laughs> <laughs> tori i gotta ask how did you feel about that joe kelly fight it was everything everyone has ever wanted and more in their lifetime i can't stand the astros I can't stand that organization. I can't stand how everything was handled. And then the fact that he's like suspended for eight games, which is like literally the whole season, but he's, he's appealing it, but it's just like, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Well, I, I didn't have, 
have much prior knowledge about Joe Kelly. And so when I first saw that, I thought he was just acting all tough because obviously with social distancing, right. you, can't, you can't get in a fight. And I was like, of course he's going to start talking. And then people started sending me videos. And he's a badass. Like, he is I want him <laughs> On my side, if we're ever going to get in a bar fight, Joe Kelly needs to be standing right next to me. I agree. I agree. He's the best. There's, like, a really funny video of him during quarantine, like, batting in his backyard or, like, just throwing some pitches, and he, like, ends up breaking the window. So they were all, like – so when he was getting interviewed, they were, like, did you mean to peg everyone? And he's, like, well, you saw, like, my throws. Like, sometimes I don't mean to hit anybody, but sometimes I lose my target. He, like, referred back to it. so good. It was so good. I think he did what everyone was dying for him to do. Dying. I, everyone hates the cheaters. The Dodgers finally get to say something back after they stole the World Series from him. It was so great, and he was a great guy to do it. We are now a Joe Kelly stand podcast, and we will dedicate a segment to him every single time. But for people, this is one argument that was really frustrating to me, is they were saying – well, everyone cheated, so it's not fair that they throw at the Astros' head. And I get that people were cheating, but the league should have handled it. The fact that they didn't lay down the hammer and find them, get rid of them, suspend them, do something, that was their fault. And so the players felt like they had to take it into their hands, and no one can blame Joe Kelly for doing what he did because the league fucked up big time. And they seem to continue to keep doing that with the start of the season, the bubble, nothing has been handled correctly. And so for them to then suspend Joe Kelly was unbelievable. So bad. I can't keep talking about it. It literally makes me so heated. <laughs> Jen, just the fact that now you're a Yankees fan, I can't move from the golf. I mean, the baseball talk. <laughs> well, the season's going to get canceled anyway, so it really doesn't matter. No, it's who I'm not. No, it's not. Wait, if the Yankees are playing right now, PG, you might need to turn on the TV because they might they, need a home run. Are they playing? <laughs> you know what? I use my luck when I feel it's necessary, and right now it's turned off because I got to work. So they can they can deal without me for a little bit. Mm. There's enough games. There's enough games. <laughs> but back, I, it's so funny because we just jump around everywhere. But back to hockey, my Stanley Cup winner is going to be the Penguins. <laughs> surprise surprise what do you do you like i think hockey is my favorite sport to watch in person versus television what do you think where are you on that i think that hockey is by far and beyond the most interesting sport to watch in person Mm -hmm. and even if you're not a hockey fan if you're not a sports fan going to hockey games is so much fun just hearing them skate and especially if you're really close hearing them you know, check each other and hit and, you know, shit talk. It's just so much fun and it's constantly moving. There's really not much downtime. And even on TV, it's my favorite sport to watch. I will watch every single game, even if I don't like who's playing. It's one thing you said that's like, if no one has seen a hockey game live, it is so loud. It is so loud and awesome. So the fans don't actually even really matter as much, in my opinion, in hockey because it's fast and it's loud and it's everything your senses can can take. It's almost nice without the fans because you can hear them skating and talking, and I almost like it better that way instead of just hearing the fans scream all the time. It's, you can actually like kind of see what they're doing, and it's cool with all of the sports. It just feels like these guys are – 
playing for fun. It's almost like it's a pickup game of basketball or it, it just seems less commercialized without the fans. And although we need the fans and we need them there and that's good for sports, it is nice to kind of see them just play for like the love of the game. Do you think it's weird that on the on, on the NBA, the virtual faces, I that kind of freaks me out a little bit. I is this love cardboard it. cutouts 2.0? <laughs> Literally, I think it's so great. If I had a choice, I would pick the virtual fans because it's cool to see actual people I agree. watching compared to what baseball's doing again cuz baseball can't seem to figure its shit out where they're doing <laughs> literal like fake virtual people. Like what what are they doing with that? That's weird. Have you seen that on Fox? The it's cardboard like cutouts? No, it's like video game people. Oh. Virtual people. Like, what, what do you call that? Like, what's like, like what avatars? Like, a word for? like avatars? Yeah, or? yeah like avatars. Yeah. Like, yeah. But it's not even real people. It's just like these fake fans that you would see like on a video game. And they're like, they'll go back and you just see these people like, ah. <laughs> So bad. For the people listening right now, you couldn't see what I just did, but I just did an open mouth cheer with really no emotion. It was quite a sight to see. <laughs> I'll never forget it. But I, Josh, you are right. Virtual fans are better than cardboard cutouts. He said they were weird. He didn't really like it. Didn't you? Well, I'm twisting his words. So yeah. we can praise Josh for a second. Oh, hey, sorry, Josh. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good great, job, Josh. Great take, Josh. Good job. Check well, on the back. Just letting it all happen. Just on letting the, it all happen. We should talk about how NASCAR actually had fans. That is the one sport I'm not surprised that had fans. <laughs> Careful. Here we go. It's an outdoor sport, Josh. What are you getting at? Come on. (laughs) (laughs) But everyone had their temperatures taken. They wore masks. They even had concession stands open. And they just had the screen up. It kind of works. We'll see, right? Because it was 20% occupancy, touchless transactions, plexiglass, social distance seating. We'll see. I think if you were allowing people to go to restaurants where people are in pretty large groups eating without a mask on, then it's more than okay to go to an outdoor sporting event where they are taking your temperature, um, you are social distancing. That's totally fine to me. I think if you take the precautions and you can do it correctly, I have no problem with that. It's more... I, it seems more of a danger to go to like a grocery store or go to a restaurant than it would be to go to a NASCAR event right now. All right, so let me ask you this. The, yes, the, the rules were in place, but how often or what percentage was followed? Because these are also a lot of these people don't want to wear a mask. I mean... Well, the numbers don't lie, so we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks if it's working or if it's not working. Again, I definitely don't want to get in that discussion because it's a long one. And I feel like right now, especially, a lot of people are trying to bring politics into sports, and I want to keep them as far away and separated as possible because. This is the first kind of normalcy that we've had in our lives. Like, I sat down and I was just watching hockey and it almost felt like life is normal again for, like, a split second. And that's so refreshing and that's so nice, but not as nice as 
the first major coming up. I'm so excited. Major's playing this week, and I think we got to talk about it a little bit because I can't wait. It's not. It's nice to have a major again. Yeah, I agree. And also, the last this tournament um, in Memphis showed a lot. Showed Justin Thomas finds a way to win, come from behind. He didn't do that. He sort of slayed that colonial dragon. Brooks is there, but sort of shit the bet on 18. And so he's got something to prove. Tiger's already there, warming up. Um, Mickelson foregoes his first tour, Champions Tour, to play in Memphis and gets second. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on here. A lot of shit going on. So it's going to be played at Harding Park, which it's at sea level, and it's going to be playing... I think around like 7,200 yards. So it's long. I've seen pictures of the rough. It is high. It's thick. So there's going to be a premium on driving it far and driving it straight. And after watching this week, I will say even though Justin won, he was spraying the ball. And thank goodness he had Bones on the bag because Bones knows a couple couple things about guys who can't seem to hit it straight. (laughs) So... He, I think he pulled him through. It was great to see Justin win. He earned that win. I mean, he fought for that win. If you're not putting all of your money on Brooks to win, I can't help you. I don't even want to talk really? to you. Wow. He's peaking right at the perfect moment, and I think it's almost better that he didn't win because now he has a little extra motivation coming into this week, and he thrives on controversy and adversity. And he loves when people are shit-talking him and saying he can't do it. And I think within this week, talking about his knee and maybe how he's not going to be back and he's not to his old form, I think that was the motivation he needed to carry that over to this major. And, I mean, he played well in the last tournament. He's going to win. Like, you cannot bet against Brooks and majors. Can't do it. Well, he wins He wins majors, so that's, that's true. I will say this. San Francisco, I, that course um, – I played it a million times, but not – I haven't played their course that they're playing. The weather is going to be a huge factor, and anyone that can play good in Monterey can play good in San Francisco because it's the same heavy, wet, windy stuff. Um, so, I mean, I actually do – I know I, I like Tiger's chances. Um, I like anyone that plays well in Monterey. Look, for, I like Phil Mickelson's chances. Um but I think Gary Gary Woodland will probably play pretty well, too, because he's a such a great one. ball striker. I also had Rory, since he's won there before, Xander Schauffele, and I, I'm just going to continue to say this every single week until it actually happens, but Tony Finau. Yeah, he didn't – yeah, he was – he had a tough one. I, I don't know. I think he's gone for a little bit. What about your boy, Rom? The over-under was five weeks. I said under. I, I didn't think it would be a week, you did. though. You did. So, so I got bad. a question. Would you rather be number one for a week or never be number one in the world? It's a really good question, to be honest. Uh, I would say I'll be number one for a week and then never dis- just disclose that it was just for one week. Like, I would that just, sucks. It sucks. But it's like when you talk about a guy or a girl that you're really excited about dating and you're like, Guys, this is the one. Like, this is the one. We're going to get married. Everything's going to be great. And then a week later, you break up. And you're like, well, fuck. (laughs) That did not work out the way I had it planned. I was so excited. And it didn't work out. But 
it seemed he struggled a lot, and I feel like the pressure of being number one, a lot of guys can't seem to handle it. And as soon as they reach that number one position, I don't know if it's that they feel like they've reached the pinnacle of the sport and maybe they just don't have the same desire that they once had or the pressure of being number one is too much because you have excess interviews and more demands on your schedule. But that's what makes Tiger being number one for as long as he did so impressive because it is so hard to stay in that spot. And then we saw it with John Ron. He lost in one week. And we're seeing it. There was a, there was a really great article about the, the last six tournaments where you had a lot of people leading tournaments that just kind of, Maybe choked, maybe just didn't win, but it, it happened again this week with um, poor Brendan Todd, you know? Yeah, I don't think – I mean, he's had so many opportunities to win, and he just hasn't closed it out. So I, I don't feel like he's going to win too much in the future. Well, he's won twice. He's won twice this year or this season. But he's had so many chances where he was so close and he just isn't quite pulling it out. But you could say the same thing about Tony and actually now Ricky Fowler. He seems to really be struggling. Like, he'll play so solid and so well, and he'll have one round of golf that kind of pulls him away. What do you think is more surprising, Ricky never winning a major or Tony Finau only having one win? Tony Finau having one win. Only yeah. one win. I think Ricky Fowler is a maybe maybe a twenty career 20 tournament winner, maybe sneaks a major, maybe a British Open or something where, where it's all, I don't know. Finau, it's just crazy how he's just not winning. Yeah. Tori, how do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's just so frustrating, but great at the same time. <laughs> Tori, who's your pick for the major this week? JT. Okay. JT. It's a good pick. It's a good pick. Thank Josh, you. Josh, who's your pick? <laughs> I'm going with Tiger. Just, just. Really? Yes, That's, I am. You know what? I, it hurts to say, but I don't think he's going to make the cut. Oh. You should have picked JT. Should have picked JT. Well, well, let, who's your, who's your, you're saying Brooks. I'm going to, I'm going to go with Brooks for so sure. So let's, let's do a little wager then. I mean, like we could do a wager of some sort where who's, whose guy goes farther, who's makes the cut. Because I do stand, I stand behind Tiger. I just think with his health issues, he hasn't been playing because something is clearly wrong with his body right now. And you need that experience, to, especially going into a major. I don't care who you are. If you're the greatest of all time, you need playing experience. And the fact that he hasn't been playing that much, I think it's it's going to show down the stretch or first round. It's The rust is going to come up, and I don't think Tiger's going to play well. I just don't, especially when there's a premium on hitting it far and straight he still always has a bit of an issue when it comes to driving. And that's why I'm not going to pick Phil because Phil can't. <laughs> Phil Phil and Bryson are like two of the same people. Like there's just something kind of like going wrong with them right now. But <laughs> Phil can't hit straight. I'm not going to Phil. Um, but yeah, Brooks is my pick. I don't think Tiger's going to make the cut. Well, think of a wager, something good. I think we should ask our listeners to tell us what the wager should be. Okay, guys, who is your pick? And who, what do you think the wager should be between me and Josh? And keep it clean, please. Unless it's against Josh. Or unless you see them winning, then we can switch it around. Yeah. Let's <laughs> definitely keep the home court advantage for Paige. 
As always, email us our ideas at par at iheartradio.com or follow us at Playing Around Podcast. Well, I can't wait to see who pulls it out. And I am so excited to get a major back. Sports is back. Life is good. And keep on listening because we're going to do some TNA. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show. And I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bare Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, Feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. out josh give me a tna okay here we go from patty o'neill 707 page have you ever dealt with injuries in golf a few months back started feeling pain in my inner right arm WebMD'd it and didn't mention golf and it diagnosed golfer's elbow think it's from overuse or potentially something in my swing question mark love to hear your thoughts thanks love the show oh well 
Thanks for loving the show. Yeah. I will say that I've been fairly lucky. I haven't had too many bad injuries. I had a bit of issues with my knee. When I was a gymnast, I fractured my kneecap twice. And so I just had a little bit of pain at a certain point. And that's actually the first time I've ever – I've only withdrawn from one tournament. And it was because I had, like, pain in my knee. I don't know what was wrong with it, what happened. No one ever diagnosed it. And then another injury was just a wrist injury. And again, I could still play through it, but it just was tight. It was like a shooting pain. And so I would just wrap my wrist. I think it definitely has something to do with the way that you're swinging it. And I had wrist issues because I was coming a bit steep into the ball. And so I was grabbing a bit more dirt than I probably should have been. And so the overuse of just doing that continually really messed up my wrist. What was his question? (laughs) it's golfers uh, no you no you were you were on the track um he said golfers elbow um thinks for for, uh, use uh potentially something in a swing love to hear your thoughts you gave it you you gave him your thoughts i was on the right track i just didn't know if he actually asked me like another question if it was like a two-part two-parter do you think it's part of his swing and it's something he might have to adjust in his swing or do you think it's just maybe just a, a a recreational golfer that's just Got a bad elbow for a little bit. I think it probably has something to do with his swing. The only time guys get pretty serious injuries is from overuse. So I doubt that he's hitting balls for, you know, eight plus hours every single day. Unless you are practicing a lot, then definitely just take a couple days off and it seems to get better. Then it's just an overuse injury. But if it keeps happening over and over, go see a doctor and maybe go see a um, golf professional. They can analyze your swing, see what you're doing, hopefully maybe fix something with your elbow. It More than likely, it has to do something with their swing and they're just coming in at kind of an awkward angle and the overuse of doing that. So uh, check your swing out. I think it'll probably help. Well, thank you for the question and thanks for watching or listening. Maybe do that because we can't we can talk today. Uh, thanks for the question and thanks for listening today. I think it was a fun episode. I want to thank Haley for coming on and just being the ultimate smoke show. I mean, how can you not have a girl crush on Haley after that? She's smart, beautiful, funny, and has no red flags. I am the red flag. And I think we figured that all out today. So again, hope you guys enjoyed it and we will see you guys next week we will or we'll be on again next week we need we know what we need to start doing we need to start doing a video of this so people can actually watch us when we're doing this so that way i can see like see you guys next week instead of being like listen to us here because no one ever told me this but i have a horrible voice i listen back and it's not great i don't have a great voice i don't have a voice for a podcast well good thing you're not doing one Paige, your, number, your numbers tell you otherwise, so we're not feeding into this. I, I need to work on my voice. Maybe I'll make it, like, lower. Or... All right, do a nice closeout right now with our email and our Instagram. From here, from the lo- diaphragm. I know, we've done this before, but this is it why it, it needs to be video so no one can ever, like, hear what I'm saying. That's why I can get away with saying, like, weird things like Borefest because no one actually cares what I have to say, well, not but, listening but, at my voice. But if, if they did watch what we watched, they could see you sort of looking out the window and just kind of like talking. I only look out the window because I'm just trying to ignore you. Okay. <sighs> Tori, can you do it? You have a better sexy voice than me. Oh my gosh. Thanks, Thanks for listening. 
See you next Thursday. Or it's just see you next like... Monday. <laughs> what day it's are like you a, living in? Like what time drug is it? Attic Minnie Mouse on crack. <laughs> no, I always close up my uh YouTube videos, see you next Thursday. So I just always like that's my go to when I'm talking. See you guys next week. I'm gonna do ASMR. seen those ASMR videos. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye. Follow Playing Around with Paige Renee on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. All inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never ending fun. So booking an all inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals at Ryu Hotels and Resorts in Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central America, and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.